0: Just letting you all know that there is a point in the talking stage or even the relationship stage where the girl just finds you disgusting. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Misperception. I haven't talked to y'all in a while, huh? I apologize for the missed episode last week, but I put an episode out when it was my spring break. And last week it was my sister's. So my family decided that they are more important than I am. So we went on a vacation when it was their spring break. And I just kind of wanted to take the week off so I could, you know, just spend some time with them. But anyways, no more excuses. I am back. I'm actually super excited for the next week and the weeks to come because I'm going to have a lot of content coming your way so make sure you are subscribed to misperception podcast so you don't miss out also i will try to continue to update the misperception podcast instagram and if you have any questions or any comments about the podcast my instagram dms are always open at hannah underscore marie with two r's and two e's so yeah let's get into this week's episode i feel like this week's topic's episode wait that was so wrong this week's episode's topic is more for the boys because I feel like I've done a lot of episodes for the girls but I think it's kind of universal even if the advice isn't technically towards you I feel like you can relate to what I'm gonna say so for this week I want to talk about the ick and the friend zone Okay. So let's talk about the ick. Okay. So what is the ick? The ick in simpler terms is a turnoff and it can happen in the talking stage or when you're in a relationship. So I feel like this happens more to females, but I don't know if I'm wrong. Guys, please correct me. So yeah, I feel like the ick is when you like for me it's like when you look back on a situation with that certain person and you just like cringe you know what i mean it's just like the ugh feeling <laughs> so i don't know how to better explain it but yeah the ick is basically a turn off something that you just look back on and it was just like oh my gosh it just makes like oh i wish this never happened okay So now let's get into how the ick works and how you can, I don't know, like get past the ick. Okay. So like I said, for women, or at least for me and my girlfriends, the ick can happen when you are only even in a talking stage or when even if you're in a relationship. Okay. So there are some things that people do that just give me the ick but here let me tell you some and then i will read you some of my girlfriend's icks okay so i was oh my gosh this is oh my gosh okay so one of the things that really bothers me when we're just talking is that when guys use the c word (laughs) no not the c-u-n-t word okay the c-u-d-d-l-e word (laughs) I literally I oh my gosh I can't with that word I like there's a time and place for that word but when you're in the talking stage please don't say cuddle oh my gosh I can't even say it like it's a bad word it's like disgusting when it comes out (laughs) but I don't know. I just, it just doesn't feel, Ugh. it just makes me not want to, you know, when I look back and I'm like, oh, there's a time and a place to say that. And the talking stage is not the time nor the place. Okay. So yeah, when guys say that, it gives me the ick. Okay. So anyways, I was on this date with this guy and we were walking and then I accidentally bumped into him. Okay. And he said, ow. And I was just like what (laughs) i didn't even, guys i didn't even bump into him hard but he still said ow and i was just like oh my gosh telling i was just like cringing and i'm like retelling the story it makes me cringe too but yeah that's like one of my ics also you guys already know like i don't like the simp emoji okay (laughs) i also like i don't like it when guys act like babies if that makes sense but That's an ick for me. Like, if someone texts me, like, one of the guys that I was um, talking to, they, oh my gosh, (laughs) they said that they were injured, right? And I was like, oh, um, that sucks, you poor baby, right? And then he was like, yeah, for reals, baby me. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh, just, that's that's gonna be a no for me, G, okay? But <laughs> like I said, the ick kinda goes into um type territory, you know what I mean? Like I think it's different for each girl, but I'm trying to list the more universal ones, but it depends on the person, okay? So let me read you one of my friends um ick. So she said that one of her icks is that when a guy is too show-offy. And I think that relates to me too. Because I don't know. I am I feel like we're more into low-key guys. And this guy that I was talking to. He would. Sh- okay. I don't care if you smoke weed. Okay. I really don't. But he would take pictures of his blunt. And post it on his Snapchat story. And I was just like. That's an, an ick for me too. Or a turn off. It's just like. Why? Like, why are you trying to show off? Like, I don't know if that's like showing off. It, I, I don't know. I just kind of find it like, ugh, like, why? You know, it's just kind of cringy. Yeah, try not to be too show offy. Also, when you are too straightforward, it comes off as creepy. Okay, so there's like a spectrum if you guys can like imagine. Okay, like a s- one to ten thing. If you flirt with me, I l- am interested. If you are too flirty with me I'm not interested there's this girl on TikTok that literally said this and I would never relate more okay so it's like if you (laughs) there's flirty and there's too flirty I think too flirty goes into the area of like the c-word and you know the babying stuff yeah no that's just not not it okay but yeah flirt Not to the point where you're a creep, basically. (laughs) I feel like it's easier said. I just think you need to know the person's boundaries and know your own boundaries too. If you feel like something is questionable to say, just don't, don't test it. Okay. I'd rather have you be safe than test it and have that person totally ghost you. So yeah. So I asked my other friend about the ick and then she says, I don't know. I learned to love the ick or just see past it. I think a lot of us girls, we do try to see past it. We try to like ignore it. But I'm just letting you all know that there is a point in the talking stage or even the relationship stage where the girl just finds you disgusting. <laughs> that's like such a terrible explanation. That is, makes probably like that's probably hurting all your egos. But I'm just like, I'm just letting you know every girl goes through an ick phase and it's when you just look back on a situation or you just cringe or like visibly like shake (laughs) when you think about that person. It just like, you know, it just comes up, but some people get past it. A lot of us get past it. Okay. So don't worry, guys, keep doing what you're doing. Okay. But just be aware of the ick, be cautious of what you say and yeah i got you okay so now we are going to move on to the worst place to ever exist the worst place on earth even worse than hell somewhere no one wants to be and that is the friend zone dun 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 (laughs) I don't know if you guys like it when I'm dramatic, but I think it like adds a little suspense, you know? So yeah, but if you don't know what the friend zone is, it is literally what the two words are. (laughs) It is when someone makes it clear that you have no potential of climbing that relationship ladder. So for this segment, I'm going to talk about the difference between being the person who is stuck in the friend zone forever compared to a person who is a friend with potential. And then I will reveal some ways to get out of that friend zone. So let's talk about this. Let me clarify. A lot of girls and guys like to be mutual friends with the other person before they date them. It's like, you know, a gaze, like a a test run. However, this is different from a person who is completely friend zoned. So don't get it twisted, okay? I'm going to help you understand. So I'm going to say this from a girl's perspective because obviously I am a woman, but it works both ways. So there's guy one who is completely friend zone. She sees him as a brother, best friend, basically never getting out of the friend zone. Then there is guy numero dos, and I like to call him the friend bone, okay? The one who is a friend, but there's a possibility that they will bone, (laughs) This is the guy that can progress to the next level and become a significant other. So there's the friend zoned and the friend that can get boned, all right? You heard it here first, so yeah. Now I'm going to expose girl terminology to you all. Let's open Hannah's Dictionary of Girl. (laughs) We are going to talk about all the different nicknames girls use for guys and what they mean in terms of potential or not. Okay, so get out your notebooks, boys. We're diving in. If a girl calls you bro or bruh, you're still okay, okay? Tread carefully, but it doesn't mean that you're completely done for. There's a lot of potential there. So don't get scared off if she calls you bro or bruh. Doesn't mean anything. Maybe it's just what people say. Maybe it's just what she says. I've heard this term a lot more nowadays, but I was talking to this one guy and I called him bruh on the phone and he was like, did you just call me bruh? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm not your bruh. I was like, yeah, you are my bruh because I just called you. But that doesn't mean anything, you know? It's just a name. So yeah, moving on. If she calls you bud or buddy, pack up your things. You're done. You can leave. She ain't interested sorry. (laughs) If she calls you bestie or best friend, you're either her GBF, gay best friend, or someone who should just move into their house in the friend zone because I'm sorry, you're just not getting out of there, okay? If she calls you dude, potential, green light, this is good. This means that you ain't completely in the friend zone. You're not in the friend zone, okay? You got a chance, my friend, so don't screw it up. If she calls you friend to her friends or parents, this is important. Sometimes with a guy that I'm talking to when we hang out and he asks me, oh, like, how'd your parents let like you out? How'd you get permission? I will say, I just told them I'm hanging out with a friend. This is a good sign. If she introduces you to a group of her friends and shyly says, oh, this is my friend. Hi, everyone. This is my friend, blah, blah. blah. First of all, she don't just introduce any guy to her friends or family, okay? So obviously, there's something there. Secondly, she's just embarrassed that y'all don't have a title yet. So get a move on, okay? Lastly, if she calls you pal, deceased. You can't resurrect from that, okay? You is not Jesus. There is no coming back from pal. I'm sorry. So move on and move out, dude. So you may be asking, Hannah, how do I get out of the friend zone? Let me just start by telling you this. There's a very small chance that you can get out of the friend zone, okay? I know that's not what you all want to hear, but it's the truth. Have I ever been dishonest on this show? No, so I'm not going to start now. The odds are not in your favor, but you know me, always rooting for the underdog. So let's talk about this. The general consensus when talking to my girlfriends about this is to respect the other person's boundaries, okay? Like I said, the person that the guy won, the one that's completely in the friend zone, the one that she treats you as her brother, no. You're never getting out of there, okay? And I think the determining factor is if she can see a level of intimacy or if you guys have a physical attraction to each other. And I know that's not what y'all want to hear. Okay. But I think you guys have to have a, at least an attraction to one one another. Okay. If you have an attraction to one another, there's a better chance of you getting out the friend zone than if there was no, nothing, you know what I mean? So, don't try to get out of the friend zone if you don't feel that towards the other person or if you feel like they don't feel it towards you because there's just no mm -mm, it's just not gonna work i think it's really important that you listen to this part because not only can you be rejected but you can also lose a friend so we got to be careful right if you want to try to get out of the friend zone flirt be flirty Try to do it more subtly because you don't want to like ambush the other person with like flirting and feelings right away. You got to feel it out, you know? Try not to rush or push things because that's when things get messy, okay? Like I said about... Ew, what did I just do that? Like I said, there's a spectrum of flirting. And when you're in the friend zone, try to keep it below five, okay? Because... Anything above that, if she liked it, she would have responded earlier. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't be in the friend zone if she liked that. So yeah, try to keep it on the lower side of the flirting spectrum. But yeah, test it out a little bit. You're just testing the waters, dipping your toe in to see if there's a reaction, okay? If there is a positive reaction, as in she flirts back, then make your move. Ask the other person out. Ask them to hang out, the sooner the better, because like I said, the longer you wait, the more time it gives the other person to discover an ick and go through the ick, (laughs) okay? If they don't flirt back with you, then it's fine, it's fine, okay? Now you know. You gave a little and they didn't respond, so that's that. You just leave it be and just continue as friends, okay? like I said, the friend zone is awful, but hopefully this gives you a little hope to anybody that has made it out of the friend zone. Props to you. Let me know if you want to come on the pod to help the rest of the gang out. Okay. But the friend zone isn't a bad thing. Okay. I feel like a lot of, we talk about it like it's a bad thing, but I mean, come on. Not everyone that you like is going to be liking you back. Isn't, that's obvious. We already know that. So if you're in the friend zone, You have a great, you have another friend. Amazing, perfect. You have an attractive another friend. That means, you know, more invites to places. So just look at the bright side, okay? We got this, don't worry. So let's get into the words of the week, our wow. So I wanted to tell you that you can love someone and not have to be their lover. You can have love for someone who is just a friend. A lot of times I feel like, especially with friends and in the friend zone, I feel like we mistake our feelings because we don't know how to read it. We don't know how to read them. We're like, oh, I don't want this person to leave. But that doesn't mean you necessarily love them as a lover. I just think that means you have so much love for that person, but it's platonic love. You know what I mean? There's a difference between romantic love and you know soulmate love and all that stuff and platonic friends love. It can get blurry sometimes, but I think that in order for you to know which love you're feeling, you have to put yourself in different situations. If I look at a guy and I'm just like, I don't want you to leave. I want you to be my friend forever, but I don't want anything. Like I can't see myself marrying you in the future. I can't see us having a family together. Platonic love. If you can see yourself with that person in the future, like you have a family and you know, you're living together, you're raising family and children, you're having children together. That is when you realize that that's a romantic love. I think that when physical attraction comes into all of it, that's when it can get blurry because I can find guy friends hot, but I don't need to necessarily have feelings for them. You know what I mean? Guys can find girls hot girlfriend's hot. That doesn't necessarily mean they have feelings for them. So I think that knowing the difference between what kind of love you feel for a person is really important. And just like what the quote says, just because you love someone doesn't mean that you have to be their significant other. Just because, you know, you don't want this person to leave doesn't mean you're, oh my gosh, I'm in love with them. I have to marry them. It's important to know which type of love you're feeling because you don't want to confuse yourself and put yourself in that situation where you could lose that entire person, at their entire entity, right? So yeah, be in tune with your emotions, realize how you feel about a situation or about a person before you go ahead and act on all these feelings, Okay. So that is the end of the episode for this week. I am really sorry if it sounded all over the place. I promise you that the next couple episodes will be more organized. I just have a lot going on right now. And at the right time, I will tell you all and eventually you'll all know. But I just wanted to let you know that this podcast and my supporters really makes my day like it makes my entire week knowing that there are people out there that (laughs) like to tune in and listen to what i have to say because it just i don't know i feel like we've formed like a community even with just 10 listeners i've said this in the beginning and i still stand with it now just 10 of you guys listening to me five of one person listening to me it just It makes my day. It fills my heart. And I hope that I am the positive in your week or in your day. And yeah, I just thank you so much for all your support. And I'm getting super sappy again. But yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode, please share it with all of your friends. If you post it on social media, please tag me or the Misperception Podcast Instagram. And I will happily repost you all. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I will see you next week in another episode. Have an amazing day and I love you all.